On this Monday evening, this May 11th, we come to you as always, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it on this uh, Monday evening. We take you right up until 6.30. Steve Summers comes your way. And then, of course, uh, Tina Fey and the whole Robin Hood uh, festivities, the fundraiser coming your way at 7 o'clock. You can listen to that on the fan. Uh, Before we get to the baseball plan that has been okayed by the owners. They'll now negotiate tomorrow with the players, and we'll get to that in a second. But first, here's something that you want to be a part of as you listen tonight to the program on the fan, the fundraiser on the fan, starting tonight at 7 o'clock, the Robin Hood fundraiser, which will be hosted by Tina Fey, and we'll have a bunch of big stars wrapped around it, all for the betterment of New York. Sports fans, your fantasy is coming true. New York City and the Giants and Robin Hood are coming together to raise money for the New York neighbors in need. Now, it's the New York Giants' ultimate backyard football experience. For a donation of $10 or more, you can't give more, but a donation of $10 or more, you'll be entered for a chance to have Super Bowl champions Eli Manning, Michael Strahan, Phil Sims, and Justin Tuck come to your home. Yes, come to your home to play a game of flag football with you and the three friends that you'll have left after you leave some friends out. I figure if you have more than three, if you don't have three, you've got to rustle up three. But if you have a lot, you only have three left when you leave some guys out of this. So you're going to have you and three of your friends who will get to play. Now, team owners John Mara and Steve Tisch will be the coaches now, usually you'd want coaches that have a little more brain power, but you'll get through it with them. They'll be okay. Now, uh, Bob Costas and Tarico will be the referees. After the game, the group will take a photo with you and all four giant Super Bowl trophies and then have dinner together in your home where the team will present you with your own Giants Super Bowl ring. So think about this. You got... Manning, Strahan, Sims, and Tuck. You got the team owners. You got sportscasters as officials. You get to take your picture with the four giant Super Bowl trophies, and they all stay to have dinner at your house. Okay? All that on a $10 donation. Or you can give a little more if you want, but the most, you just, the minimum you can give is 10 bucks. To enter, go to Omaze. O-M-A-Z-E, omaze.com slash giants. That's omaze.com dot, uh, dot giants. So O-M-A-Z-E dot com slash giants. This shot at a obviously rather unique moment is all part of tonight's festivities. Rise up, New York, and let's bring our great city, and it is the greatest city in the world, back Make sure you listen to Rise Up New York, the Radiothon tonight at 7 p.m. right here on The Fan. Now, if you are a donor who doesn't have a home, fine. Or you're from outside the tri-state area, fine. You're still the winner. The Giants will invite you to their practice facility where you'll have the whole experience 
the photos, the dining experience, the game, there. So you can't lose. Don't not bid because you don't have a home. Don't not bid because you're from outside the tri-state area. Make your bid, omaze.com slash giants, and good luck. And you can listen to all the action and all the uh, entertainment and everything tonight as they do the New York fundraiser. And please be generous because there's a lot of needy people in New York right now. A lot of people who are out of work, a lot of people who are hungry, a lot of people who have been displaced, a lot of people who have seen their lives turned upside down. I know all of us have seen our lives turned upside down in some way, but a lot of people have seen them turned upside down in a lot bigger ways. So tonight, Rise Up New York, the Radiothon begins at 7, and you can hear it right here on the fan. Now, the players and owners will talk tomorrow. Right now, we know there's no love lost. The proposal that the owners have agreed upon among themselves that they'll bring to the players is baseball beginning around the 4th of July. No fans. DH, yes, DH in both leagues. Spring training beginning in early June. 82-game regular season schedule. The games will be East-East. So if you're in the American League East like the Yankees, you'll play in the Division East and you will play games against the other corresponding East of the National League. You will not see the Central, American or National. You will not see the West, American or National. This is for travel purposes, obviously. 82 games, 14-team playoffs. 14 teams in all the baseball make the playoffs, okay? So you have the extra wild cards. The playoffs will begin... In November, at a warm-weather site, there will be, obviously, extra rounds of the playoffs. Now there has to be an agreement. There is obviously a lot of ground that baseball player union and the owners have to cover. They have some stickler, you know, playoff revenue in the postseason is going to be an issue. Service time is going to be an issue. There's going to be a lot of issues. The bottom line is this. This is one time where the greed, the selfish nature, and greedy characteristics of both sides have to be put on the back burner. I have got to believe that neither side, not the very, very wealthy owners or the equally spoiled players who are very wealthy in their own right. Most of them. Not all of them, but most of them. Some of them very wealthy. Others wealthy. Many of them very, very well compensated. And owners who are exceedingly wealthy on every level. I cannot believe that their self-interest will allow them to squabble publicly or take this fight bitterly to the mattresses. If that happens, all you can all I would like to see is for the nation as a whole and the baseball play, uh, fans in particular to tell them to basically get lost. This is a time where they have to see past their noses. This is a time where they have to understand what is going on in this country, that A, they serve a purpose, that they 
with what they provide as a diversion in terms of entertainment, as baseball being part of the fabric of their very culture in the country they live in, they have to understand the role they play is bigger than whether or not they squeeze every penny out of the other side. So you would hope here that the better angels for both would be present, where there will be peacemakers on both sides and will extend the olive branch and lead in this very troubled time to to some concessions and some agreements. I understand that the players have been spoiling for a fight with the owners for years. I understand there's some issues on both sides. This is neither the time nor the place. And I can't tell you I will be surprised if this blows up because I'm long past where I would be surprised by either side showing greedy selfish interests because I've seen it too many times. I've seen abject greed win out. I've seen total, total selfishness win out. So I would not be surprised by seeing that again. But with what's going on in this country, with what the climate of this nation is right now, you have to feel that somehow they understand that and they do the right thing. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt going in and warn them that they will not want to feel the backlash that they will feel if they screw this up. It will be something they won't forget for quite a while. Because America's in no mood to have billionaires and millionaires fight when 30% of the nation is out of work. Back after this. All right, we're back. Now, you probably know there's going to be this charity match. And, you know, the way the DraftKings and FanDuels of the world need anything for people to bet on, you know they're going to try to jump up a lot of action on the Tiger, Peyton Manning, Phil, Tom Brady match, which is going to be played May 24th, 3 o'clock in the afternoon on TNT and TBS. Okay? It's going to be played from Medalist Golf Club down in uh, Florida. Okay, so um, great course, a course that Tiger plays all the time. Phil's obviously from California, so Tiger's got the home advantage. I don't know how much Tom or, uh, or, or Peyton have played the course. I'm sure they both have. Now, they've installed, last year Phil beat him, as you know. They've installed Woods and Manning as the minus 175 so if you bet on Woods and Manning, you lay 175 for 100. If you bet on Phil and Tom, you get plus 150. I would say absolutely take Phil and Tom. Even though they won, Tom, Phil beat them last year, I would definitely take them. But what you got to do here is with this is you have to adjust it after every hole. Adjust the odds for the match after every hole and then put some wages on after the first shot every hole. So that would give you some more action as you go through the match. So I think they'll be able to do that. I think they'll have time with the players. So that thing, now $10 million they're giving among themselves. And then they're going to raise more money outside that. So it's going to be for, obviously, the virus relief fund and everything. So it's going to be for a good cause. But I think it will actually get a lot of attention only because there's nothing else going on. 
you know, there's there's not anything else that anyone's aware of. So right now, they got a captive audience. They got to have a little more fun, put a couple more wrinkles in it, uh, put a couple other things in it during, you know, that they can put on during the match. But the bottom line is, uh, I think it will get a lot of attention, and because people are dying to watch anything and are you know looking to wager on anything, you know that it will get plenty of play. So they've inst- installed Tiger. I don't know among. I'm going to have to do a little scouting report on who's a better golfer, Brady or or Peyton. I will get a uh, scouting report on someone who's played with both of them and, and see what they say. I know Nance has played. We'll try to find Nance. I know he's played with both of them. So uh, I, we'll, we'll find out. They're probably pretty close, I would guess. But Phil beat Tiger last time, so we'll see what happens uh this time, so uh, but they've been installed as the favorite there, so not too bad. As far as um, what you heard Mike Tomlin say over the weekend is, hey, nobody can open up camp unless everybody can open up camp. There can't be any advantages, and unless if the country opens up piecemeal, then the teams have to wait until every team can open up. Nobody gets to open up first. Nobody gets the advantage opening up first. It can't happen. So the period between May 18th and June 28th when everyone goes on vacation, there has to be a uniformity to it where every team gets the same amount of time with the players, same amount of connection to the players. Otherwise, it won't work. So he said you can't give any team's advantage there, so the league's going to try and do that. And they say they'll try to start the season – but right now, let's be honest, they don't know if they'll start the season in September as originally planned with the schedule or if they'll start it in the middle of October. They just don't know. They just hope they start the season sometime in the fall. They'll be very happy. We don't know about anything yet because we haven't even gotten anybody back into camp. Think about it. We haven't gotten an NNF, the NBA players back. We haven't gotten the hockey players back. We haven't gotten the baseball players back. We haven't got anybody even back together yet. No, let's get them back on the field yet. We'll get them back playing again. So this has got to be done in stages, and something has to work uniform with, with some kind of uniform regularity and some kind of consistency. And what you hear from every one of them, owners, players is we have to have guaranteed and reliable testing and tracing. Otherwise, none of this is going to work. And right now, if you've talked to anybody with the teams or in the leagues, they haven't had that yet. And they don't want to be out in front where they get act like they're treating, getting treated special. You know they could, afford the, they could afford to pay companies to come in and give them whatever they need. But they don't want to act that way because they don't want to come back under those conditions. They want to come back as the country's coming back so that everyone's happy they're back, not thinking, oh, look at these guys. And that's why tomorrow baseball needs to put its best foot forward. You cannot have players – looking like they don't get it or owners looking like they don't get it tomorrow. They have to understand, they have to basically make a public showing where they say, Hey, we know the country's hurting. We know the country's 
gone through a lot. We know the country's scared. We want to help in our small way with the game that we present. That should be the attack, not I got to get every cent, otherwise I'm not coming back. That, or, you know what, we're going to take it and fight like crazy over 2% of the gross. That can't be the tack they take. If it is, they will regret it for a very long time. Baseball can come back, can hopefully get back on the field without delay, without having anything happen to any of their players, put their product forth and really do some good. So can every other sport. Any sporting event that we can get right now, any sporting event that we can have brought into our homes right now is a huge positive. Even that Tiger Phil thing, which was a bust last time. Now you've dressed it up with two other players, bringing two other American sports heroes into it, and more ordinary golfers into it, which makes it a little more fun for the average guy because you know what? They're not going to hit the best shots. And... You know, they can go back and forth, and we get to watch it. It gives us something to have a little fun with, something to cheer for, something that maybe, you know, wager a buck on and just have a diversion for a couple hours. That's the idea. And then hopefully these sports can start to come back, and even though there's going to be nobody in the stands, they can start to provide a sense of normalcy that we haven't had in months. And then maybe little by little, things will get better. We got a long, long trip back. We know that. We got a lot of obstacles to get over. We still have a lot of questions to answer. We have a lot of things we don't know. We're still waiting for some good news on the medicines and the therapeutics and the vaccines and the like, which are going to be months and months ahead. It's not like this is a given. It could be, really, could be pretty risky, too, because the second wave, if it gets bad, could be really bad and could spin this country into a really serious economic calamity, even worse than we're in right now. So there's some risk here. But with life, there's always some risk. See, I think we're at a point now where you have to basically decide what's right for you and add that into the equation. Is it right for me to come back where I am in my life, where I am in my health, where my family is and everything else? Is it right for me? How much risk can I absorb? And then that's what you do. And whatever decision you make, it's your decision and it's the right one for you and your family. And that's the way this should work right now. You know, all along you've really done that anyway because they could not have... If we didn't want to stay home, if we didn't think staying home was the right thing, we wouldn't have done it. We did it because we thought it made sense. And it was the right way to approach this because the alternative was very dangerous. It's still dangerous. We hope it's less dangerous. And we hope we're starting to take one step and putting it in front of the other foot and taking it one step at a time and just starting to move a little bit closer to some kind of consistency or some kind of normalcy in each day. Not going to be easy. Every day is not going to be up. And who knows what's ahead? We don't know. But I just hope tomorrow, at least baseball, the owners and the players at least 
publicly take the right stand publicly. That would be one step in the right direction. <clears throat> now, coming up, remember, you can bid on that giant thing at omaze slash giants, okay? So make sure you do. It's 10 bucks. Jump aboard before you hear that. After Steve's on for a half hour, you can uh, you can let me give it to you one more time so you have it uh, in case you want to make a wager. I mean, if you want to make a, a bid on it, it's 10 bucks. It's omaze.com slash Giants for that whole thing with the Giants and the Super Bowl champions and the owners and everything, bringing that flag football game to your home and the trophies and everything else. So it's $10 or more to make a bid. The Radiothon is on the fan tonight at 7, right after Steve Summers comes your way, right after me in a minute. Uh, he'll take you to 7, and then uh, you'll hear the Robin Hood Radiothon rise up New York tonight, hosted by Tina Fey and friends, uh, all for a very good cause. So donate what you can. Make a $10 or more donation to omaze.com slash giants to get involved in that very special uh, day that the Giants are offering a few of their fans who lucky fans who win uh, the contest. Nice of the Giants to do that. Nice of them all to give of their time and efforts to do that for a very, very good cause and uh, participate in the Radiothon coming up at 7 o'clock. You can listen to it right here on the fan. Donate what you can, and we'll all get through this together. Casamigos Tequila, as always, uh, brings you the program, brought to you by those who drink it. Steve Summers is next. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay safe. Radiothon coming up at 7. Enjoy your evening, everybody.